0: listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley.
1: And I'm Kate Orzlan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hey, Kate. John. Hello. How are you? I'm
0: doing well. How are you doing?
1: It's a beautiful day.
0: It is a beautiful day. We don't know if it's a beautiful day or not, because we don't know when you're listening to this.
1: Right now, it is quite a pleasant day.
0: Right now, as we are recording this, it is a beautiful day, and we hope, our hope, care listeners, is that it's a beautiful day for you as well.
1: Maybe that's more of a state of mind mm. than a location
0: right considering this is going to come out in mid-february it may be a state of mind but regardless spring is coming spring is almost sprung that's true (laughs) and what the traditional herald of spring professional standards
1: (laughs) so today we're going to give you part two of our primer on professional standards you may recall or may not i don't know how your memory is doing We dedicated last week's episode to filing an ethics complaint. And so, today, we are going to discuss what you should know when you are filing or responding to an arbitration request, kind of that other half of the professional standards stuff.
0: The other side of the coin.
1: The coin. The professional standards coin. The proverbial professional standards coin.
0: Now, as we mentioned last week, if you do have an issue with another realtor in the transaction, it might be a good idea to reach out to him or her directly or to reach out to his or her supervising broker. You may be able to resolve the issue without filing an arbitration request.
1: Now, of course, arbitration does involve money, so sometimes that's harder to come to a, um agreement on. In general, arbitration is a form of alternative dispute resolution that allows parties to resolve a monetary dispute outside of filing a lawsuit as a realtor you agree to submit disputes arising out of a real estate transaction to arbitration as defined under Article 17 of the Code of Ethics.
0: Now, if you find that you need to pursue an arbitration request, there are two types of arbitration. There's mandatory and there's voluntary. This is important to know because respondents must participate in mandatory arbitration, but do not need to participate in voluntary arbitration. Fairly obvious.
1: Right. It's exactly what it... Sounds like it should be.
0: Those are not just clever names. Those are actually (laughs) descriptive names that tell you what kind of arbitration you have.
1: So the question becomes, well, what type is what, right? What happens? Um, How do you know whether it's mandatory or arbitrary or uh, voluntary? Realtors must submit to arbitration when the dispute is between two principal brokers at different firms or a client bringing a claim against a principal broker or non-principal realtor and another non-principal realtor at different firms where brokers are joined in the arbitration. It kind of becomes like it's between the two principal brokers,
0: right? Right. And there are other types of disputes that are voluntary. Um, So one example would be a customer versus a broker. Um, Another would be disputes between brokers in the same office. That would be voluntary. And a third would be a broker versus a non-realtor broker,
1: It's really important to know the classification of the arbitration if you are filing an arbitration request so you can gauge how the other party might react. Especially if you're trying to file an arbitration request and it turns out it's going to be a voluntary arbitration, you probably want to understand that they may not agree to submit to that.
0: Right. It's very important to know that going into it. Um, And like, like an ethics complaint, you need to file your arbitration request with the local association where the respondent, that means the person responding to your arbitration request, is a member, and it needs to be filed within 180 days after the closing of the transaction, if any, or within 180 days after the facts constituting the arbitrable matter could have been known in the exercise of reasonable diligence, whichever is later.
1: And again, that 180-day deadline is about six months, so you do have a lot of time to think about filing, but if you file outside of that 180 days, your arbitration request will not move forward. Deadlines matter.
0: Right, so it's important to know you do have lots of time, but you don't have unlimited time. Correct. Uh, Your arbitration request needs to have the request and agreement to arbitrate, including a narrative of the events that led you to file your request. It also needs to have the filing fee, because, you know, money, if the association has one. Uh, For example, a Virginia Realtor's filing fee is $500.
1: So let's talk about the process. The goal of an arbitration hearing is for the hearing panel to determine who is entitled to the disputed funds through a hearing that provides due process to all parties.
0: And with an arbitration request, the complainant files the request. It goes to the grievance committee, who determines whether it was properly filed, whether the association has jurisdiction, and whether it's classified as mandatory or voluntary.
1: The association may offer you mediation as a more informal process where you can attempt to resolve your dispute with the use of a neutral third party, the mediator. The benefit of mediation is that you and the other party would be in control of arriving at a mutually agreed-upon resolution. I typically like to think of it as where all parties are equally unhappy. Right. Right? But with arbitration, the hearing panel is in charge of making a determination as to who is, in, is entitled to the disputed funds. Right. Okay, So you're not in the driver's seat of an arbitration.
0: Right. Mediation is, you know, it gives you a little more say in the matter and a little more control over what's happening. Uh, and when you participate in a mediation, the decision to come to a resolution is, like we said, completely voluntary, even if the association requires your participation in the mediation. You should check with the local board to determine whether mediation before arbitration is mandatory or voluntary. But even if it is mandatory that you participate in the mediation, again, it's never mandatory that you reach a resolution with the other party.
1: That's not confusing at all, right? No, not at all. It's
0: very, (laughs) very, uh, very clear. Clear as mud, as they say.
1: Now, if the grievance panel forwards the complaint to a hearing panel, it will notify the respondent and provide them with the opportunity to respond. Then the association's professional standard administrator will work with the parties to set the hearing date and time and select an impartial hearing panel members.
0: Both parties have the right to have legal counsel represent them at the hearing, and they can also bring witnesses to help their case. All realtors need to remember that under Article 14 of the Code of Ethics, they are obligated to participate in these professional standards matters, and you can face additional ethics charges if you do not cooperate.
1: At the hearing, the hearing panel will listen to both sides present their version of events, including any witnesses. During testimony, the other party and the hearing panel members may ask questions. Once both parties have presented their evidence, the hearing panel will go into executive session and determine which party deserves the award.
0: And now, a break for our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit VHDA.com. All right, Kate, are you ready to take it to the legal hotline? Always. Born ready. I like that about you. The grievance committee forwarded my arbitration request to a hearing panel. Does that mean that the respondent will owe me the funds in dispute?
1: No. No. It really just means that the grievance panel reviewed the documents and determined there was a dispute that was subject to arbitration under the Code of Ethics. The hearing panel will make a determination as to which party is entitled to the funds. The grievance panel is just checking to make sure that it's it should be forwarded. It's not making that substantive determination. Right. I was notified of an arbitration request. Do I have to participate?
0: Well, it definitely depends. Is the arbitration mandatory or voluntary? We use those words a lot in this podcast. (laughs) The word of the day. word of the day. Words of the day are mandatory and or voluntary. As a realtor, you agree to the arbitration procedures, and if you fail to submit to a mandatory arbitration, you may face sanctions from the board of directors. However, you are not required to participate in a voluntary arbitration if you don't want to. When you're notified of an arbitration request, the grievance panel will determine whether it's mandatory or voluntary, and it'll inform you of the classification so you don't have to worry about trying to figure it out on your own. Kate, last question. I don't like the outcome of the arbitration award. Can I appeal it?
1: There is a process for procedural review. However, the review is limited to whether or not there was a deprivation of due process. In an arbitration, uh, you cannot appeal solely because you do not like what the panel decided. You need to allege that you did not have a fair hearing for one reason or another and that it amounted to an unfair hearing.
0: So with all that in mind, let's talk about ways that you can limit your risk. The best way to limit your risk to avoid an arbitration dispute is to make sure you have clear communications with your broker, a cooperating broker, and address any questions early on.
1: The best practices when filing an arbitration request complaint are to, first and foremost, file within that 180-day deadline. That's
0: right. And second, check with your association to make sure you are filing your complaint with the correct association
1: include any relevant documents with your complaint
0: and last be open to mediation it may provide a more amicable resolution to your dispute
1: caveat realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every tuesday our podcast is available for streaming through itunes stitcher and google play subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us remember members of virginia realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information you can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks!
0: Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney license to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel.
1: This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2020. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully, by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.